Where's Wilmington is sponsored by Reading Cooperative Bank, offering personal and business banking options with two locations in Wilmington, 352 Middlesex Avenue and 230 Lowell Street, online at readingcoop.com. Hi there, I'm Lisa Capallo. Welcome to Where's Wilmington. I am so excited for this program. I've been waiting for these folks to come on for four months. Did you guys know that? We've been working on this for four months. So they are from Beyond Benign, which is a Wilmington nonprofit dealing with green chemistry. Let me read their mission statement to you. Their mission statement is to equip educators and scientists and citizens with the tools to teach and practice green chemistry. Well, that's quite a mouthful. How do you manage all that? Kate Anderson, let's tell the folks what, first of all, green chemistry is and what Beyond Benign does. Sure. So green chemistry, so there is an official de definition of what green chemistry is, and it's the, the set of tools, you know, basically it's all about designing safer products and processes right. from the very beginning stages, right? right? So, but when we're talking about this with students and the public, we just talk about that it is chemistry now that we know better. So it is the science yes. of solutions. You yes. know, we, we like to emphasize that it's all about creating solutions in the in the first place and right. not having to retroactively go after and Because you know, we can't clean know what we don't know fact. until we know. Right. Exactly. Like the plastic bag movement. Wilmington recently opted out of plastic bags because of all the problems with you know, uh, the fowl and the water and plastics and all of that. So how does your company help individuals and students learn about green chemistry and to make the choice of going forward towards green chemistry? Because we're not always so happy about doing that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, so, I mean, green chemistry, there are three main criteria for green chemistry. So it's all about being cost-effective. Okay, I like that. Yes, yes. So I will say that green chemistry technology has to, you know, the goal is to strive towards it being cost-effective and costing even less than what it is that, you know, replacing. So Really? Yeah, that's, that's really the goal so that's of green the goal. chemistry. Are we doing that? I would say that there's lots of companies out there that are working and striving towards and making moves in that direction because they understand the economic benefit of doing right. green chemistry. And so also, industry is all about, you know, kind of adopting these principles because if you can use less hazardous waste in the first place, you're sure. saving money. Sure. And so. don't you think some of that is marketing also too, wanting to be on the forefront of doing what's right for the global economy, right? So Derek waiting there so patiently. Yeah. Derek Ward is the program manager for higher ed at Beyond Benign. So what does your job entail and how do you help the citizens and the community to embrace this concept? Yeah, so being the program manager for the higher ed, so at Beyond Benign, when we talk about doing education um, and doing outreach for the community, um, it spans not only through K-12, but we also understand that um, in order to train the next generation of scientists out there to go into the laboratories, to go work for these companies, right that are trying to find more sustainable solutions, whether it's in their products, whether it's in their materials. It could be even within their, um, their supply chains. Sure. So we work with colleges and faculty members to steer them and guide them in terms of how to teach green chemistry to students that is not only fun and exciting, 
but also is really tangible to them to understand and applies them to the curriculum that they would normally see throughout their um, day-to-day in the classroom. So it's a way of looking at the engineering side a little differently. You've been with the company how long, Kate? For nine years. So nine years. Organization. Yeah. Okay, so how much of a change have you seen in the outside community going green? Because we're all talking about it more and more. It seems to be more and more on the forefront. So when you first started, was it less kind of okay? Now we're moving towards that. Where's the barometer there? Yeah, so I would say there's definitely an uptick and more and more people are getting familiar with green chemistry and in terms of sustainability, definitely it's much more at the forefront for, for people. You know, it's more of a priority, you know, not just for not just for companies, but for individuals as a whole. Right. I like the cost factor that you talked about though because it feels like to me sometimes changing there's a cost prohibitive for the little guys you know folks who have a little bit more money maybe can go organic or go all green but some of us who maybe aren't as well off can't so I was wondering if the barometer is changing and now it's getting more for the mainstream Derek what do you think about that have you seen a change in the time you've been with the company uh, yeah uh, yeah especially with the kind of the younger generation that's starting to come they're becoming more environmentally conscious um, and thinking about how their actions will not only impact themselves but also the surrounding environment. Right. So there's there's definitely um, big interest in kind of applying you know sustainability kind of right. thinking green and then how green chemistry plays into that role. And that's good because they're the ones who are going to be here running the planet, so they might as well get invested mm -hmm. in the process now. What types of programs do you offer to Wilmington schools and beyond? We'll start with you. Yeah, so um, so I'm the director of K-12 education, and the work that we do, you know, we do locally work with work with teachers. We've had teachers from Wilmington actually take our online course, come to in-person trainings. We've had students come on field trips. The the 4-H science pirates, we've done work with them. Um, you know, STEM nights, those kinds of things. So we do that locally. You know, our organization has much more of a national impact. Uh, you know, a lot of our the, the majority, I would say, of our work actually is sort of on this national scale where we're working you know across the country at you know with teachers in we've got teachers in Idaho we've got teachers in Pennsylvania who are part of our our lead teacher program and that's who helps get the word out and communicates right. with other audiences. and a lot of that is available online to people yes right? yeah and thanks for mentioning that so our, our resources are open access and they're designed by teachers for teachers that's really our motto for k-12 works so we work with teachers to develop pilot you know refine all of our lessons that are in Word document intentionally so that teachers nice. can use them, download them, make them their own because we know no two classrooms are the same. Right. So as you're a nonprofit, is there a cost for any of this available information to the public? Um, so the open access resources are free. Yeah, I knew that. That's why I asked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all that's our, really amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then we try. We do our best with offering field trips to to groups. Um, you know, as a, as low cost as we possibly can. Okay. So yeah. Are you working with other like-minded nonprofits to kind of work together to see how you can change the face of the education spectrum? Let's talk about that, Derek. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we also work with um, just more of a recent project we worked on is so we developed again an open access free material for that's really amazing uh, college um, laboratory a laboratory experiment with a company called My Green Lab where we basically developed a one-stop shop on how to implement green chemistry within existing curriculum. Sure. And I mean, you know, Massachusetts, we've got MIT, we've got a lot of really good learning institutions here, so hopefully we can move the process along and help other states and even worldwide 
go from there. What do you like about your job at Beyond Benign? We'll start with you, Kate. What do you enjoy about your work? I would say there's so much I like about my work. We, we're a pretty dynamic, small group. You guys are a lot so. of fun. You should check out their website, folks. <laughs> so I would say, you know, I love the diversity and how each day is different. You right. know, like we had a field trip yesterday. We had high school interns today from Innovation Charter Academy in Tingsboro come for four hours today. We're working on an invention green chemistry project. Right. So this is, this is not your normal Bunsen so burner type stuff, folks. This is much broader based than that. So I hope people people will look at your website so they can see, which is? It's www.beyondbenign.org. So it's really easy to find us. Great. And what do you like about what you do, Derek, for Beyond Benign? So what I love about working about Beyond Benign, and pretty much I can reciprocate what Kate said as well, but it's, um, so with our higher ed program, so we are more national. We work with universities from across the country, and we even now have some universities that are now global and international. Nice. Um, but it's really exciting just to see uh, the changes that they're making within their institution and how that's actually impacting their students because we have a program called the Green Chemistry Commitment and what it is is it's a voluntary program where universities will actually sign on and say we're going to try to implement green chemistry that best fits our student needs so the university we have range all the way from high, really high research intensive institutions all the way to even like community colleges so being able to see again that wide broad distribution right. of students is really exciting to see. Okay. How many types of organizations, and this is kind of a broad-based question for you, like Beyond Benign are there? Is it really globally changing? Are we really seeing a big uptick? We know we've talked about climate control and some of our legislators maybe don't think that's something that they should touch, which is fine, it's America. But I mean, how are we doing as far as implementing that global feeling? Your organization is pretty small, but you're doing some really big things. So how are we doing with that? Yeah, I would say, you know, green chemistry is being adopted wholeheartedly so. acro across the globe, you know. Yeah. And so our co-founders, John Warner and Amy Cannon, they both live here in Wilmington. And John has, has actually gone to green chemi chemistry center openings across the world. Um, you know, he has been at many, like in China, he's gone. So there, there's, it really does have that global feel. So you, must you know, feel, he's done work in Australia, New you Zealand. You must feel amazing like, to be part of something that's going to really change and shape how we do things mm -hmm. in the future. Yeah. How does what you're doing work with uh, the computer industry as far as, you know, homes that are going to be technology-based and all of that? How does what you're teaching work with that piece, do you think, Kate? Yeah, that is an interesting question. Yeah, I do my um, best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I would say just because chemistry touches the building blocks of everything. So right. every technology that you can think of guess what? There likely is yes. a challenge associated with it, and that is where green chemistry comes into play. Right. Like, how can they look at those building blocks? What, what can they, what better decisions, you know, what other applications, what other, what other solvents, what, you know, what are the other things that we can be doing in the design phase that we can improve those products and processes? Right, because so. we think about recycling computers and other things mm -hmm. that we have, and so if you start from the design end and work there, that's why I think the green chemistry Piece. It has to be at the beginning. I think people sometimes think it's more in the innovation phase, but it really has to be from the bottom line. Don't you think so, Derek, too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Yeah, um, as Kate was saying, it's really about green chemistry is in the design phase of any type of product, any type of material process. It's really thinking it at the very beginning so that it is designed into the product. So um, another term that people might hear about is 
biodegradable plastics, right? Right. That, that and, is an you actual... Know, with 3D printing coming now, I'm wondering how that's going to come into play mm -hmm. with, you know, doing technology things and things that we do. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. So sometimes the shorter solution is not the best solution. So that's why I asked you earlier if people are embracing it because the cost sometimes, or being put out, the inconvenience. Yeah. You know, we are human beings, so we like our convenience. So I'm wondering how people are embracing the idea of maybe it's going to take them a little longer, it's going to cost them a little more. But if it's handled from the design end, from the very beginning, we won't know as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. I would say, I mean, when it's done, when it's done well, you just don't that's, know. yeah, it's a seamless change that happens within the system mm -hmm. that's already operating. You know, I, I will say that a lot of green chemistry technologies are also thinking outside of the box and think of, you know, how is it that we're actually going to change some of our systems to right. be able to see and think and have have our everyday right. <laughs> products in and a to way make it that palatable is actually for the consumer because, you know, even though here as Americans, I know we're a little different than countries, let's say India, you know, millions and millions of people. Mm -hmm. To get that message out, we're lucky that we have so much communication. But I know the convenience and the price are two factors that are going to help people you know, decide whether they're going to go green or they're not. Yeah. Right? Why is the company called Beyond Benign? <laughs> Great question. Um, so if we think about the word benign, right. I mean, it's often referred to where, you know, when you're thinking about something as just being innocuous, yes. right? And where beyond benign, we're talking about thinking about moving past that. So creating for intentional benefit, yes. creating for, you know, th this kind of, I, I think it opens up the innovation and invention What's space interesting is the name it. even makes you think, you <laughs> know, beyond benign. Yeah, I kind of had to think Zen about that a little mm -hmm. bit. How does that work? So the name actually helps you kind of see that. What can we as consumers or as folks in the town do to get involved with Beyond Benign? What do you need from us? Another, another really good question. So we, gosh, yeah, I mean, being right here in Wilmington, it would be great to connect with, with more people who are, are looking, to, looking to learn more about, uh, you know, about the organization, work right. more with students. Um, are you looking you know. for volunteers or interns or anything like that? Um, so interns, we do, <laughs> we, we do have a, a rather informal process for, okay. for inviting interns to work with us. Okay. Um, and so that is certainly something. All right, you know, so that if we you're have... watching out there today and your kiddos are into green chemistry, we can talk to Kate yeah. or Derek and maybe we can get them yeah. involved. Ooh, Go ahead, I'm sorry, else? I did, I yeah, did want to add else? one more thing. Sure, sure. And that, so because we're co-located with the Warner Babcock Institute right, for Green right. Chemistry, and that's the, you know, that's the company, we're the nonprofit, um, but a really interesting way that we work with them is we host art shows. And so uh -huh. at the moment, we don't have one on the docket, but I would say stay tuned for that because we do open up you know, our doors for people to come and check out the facility and then see how science and art, you know, in our mind also there's a lot of creativity and invention nice. there. Um, so that's a nice marriage of the two. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be boring. That's why I said it's not your Bunsen burner chemistry, sometimes when we think chemistry, but it can really be exciting and innovative and fascinating. And what about the work that you're doing out in the trenches with your students? What do you think you're going to see from fruition with that? Or have you seen anything already that's come to fruition from what you've taught them? Yes, yeah, so from what we're starting to see within the higher education space is not only is there more engagement within colleges and universities, we're trying to do more outreach events. So another program that we have at Bioma 9 is a college fellows program where, oh. where college students actually join the program and do outreach materials to the outside community uh, that implement green chemistry uh, practices and principles and skills in general. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's 
have a big impact over things. Excellent. Anything final you would like to tell our viewers today? So much more we could say, I know, right? <laughs> but if they need to get in touch with you, Kate, how should they do that? Um, so info at Beyond Benign, you know, like Perfect. Will, comes right mm -hmm. to the team. Okay, so <laughs> if you so want to have a tour, you want to set up an art show, you need more information about green chemistry, you're doing your a report for your science fair, we should come see you. All of those things. All we right. would be happy to. Awesome. Yeah. And Derek, anything final you'd like to tell our viewers today? Yeah, so if there's any uh, parents or any kids that are in college right now that are thinking about maybe what green chemistry is, uh, they can email me at Derek underscore Ward at Beyond Benign, and we'd love to talk to them about just opportunities that green chemistry can afford, yes. and maybe to see how they can get involved as well. Yes, and we're right here in Wilmington, right? So why not take advantage of the opportunity? Well, thank you both so much for being with us today. I appreciate it. Kate and Derek, we'll be looking you up, and we'll be looking forward to seeing all the amazing green chemistry innovations that Beyond Benign is helping the world to achieve, so that's great. I just want to remind you, you've been watching Where's Wilmington? I'm Lisa Kapala, and the next time somebody asks you Where's Wilmington, you tell them right here and right here on WCTV. We'll see you next time.